podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Aston Villa fans and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast team sheet tantrum for Aston Villa versus Lega Warsaw and let's get straight into it as with any of these European nights we come right when the team sheet has been announced and look who it is I made look we're exactly the same look anybody who's new to this just get with the program me and Alex Murray all look exactly the same we're twins we're brothers from another mother but uh, a massively changed team uh, which is something I didn't see coming but Probably should have given the fact that, oh, he's changed the team an awful lot during European games. There's going to be a couple of people who won't be happy with the first name on the team sheet there. Robin Olsen, Matty Cash, Ezri Konza, Longley, and the returning Alex Moreno. Great to see him out there again. Uh, John McGinn, Kamara, Douglas Louise, and Tielemans make up that midfield, which is nice and rock solid, with the Abbey playing just behind John Duran up front so quite changed quite a lot of change i noticed i haven't opened up the comments just yet but i'd imagine uh you know we don't need to win this game by two by by two goals but if we win this game by two goals we can coast into the into the match uh against mostar uh next week so i still think this team is good enough to go out we're playing at home at home we've got People on the bench that we can call upon here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go through these in a moment. But there is one glaring uh, omission from that from the bench. We have uh, Emmy Martinez is on the bench, Philip Mar- uh, Marshall, uh, Diego Carlos, Dina, Pau Torres, Chambers, Zaniolo, Bailey, Dendonker, and Jacob Ramsey. So no Ollie Watkins in the squad at all. Um, so I suppose that's probably the one area where I think. Uh, you have a, 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 a that's that's the big surprise. We have John Duran up front. We have probably Zaniolo who comes on uh, to to be the next striker up. Um, but yeah, still look, you know, we've got a squad for a reason. We've got a squad for a reason, and uh, let's see if today ends up being the day whereby we can rotate and have a coherent performance. Saying that, I think that uh, I think the, the the biggest thing here is that. You know the coherency that we see, or the drop off in coherency that we see when when the team has changed to this degree. Um, it'd be interesting to see if that does happen again tonight, playing at home. Uh, I'm sure there's a, a a Mr. Patrick Kelly that's going to be in the stands tonight that won't uh, won't be happy if there's a drop off in consistency and coherency uh, this evening. But look, as I say, um, as I say, look, that's, this is the team and all the amount of giving out and roaring and shouting that we'll do here um, ain't going to change it. Uh, unfortunately, I have sent Paddy the link to jump on, but he is at the game tonight. He is in and around the ground, so there's a potentially can't get Wi-Fi, and uh, that's okay too. But if he can, he can come and join us for sure. Um, yeah, so look, it's not the team I expected. I don't think it's the team many people here expected, uh, but I suppose Longley, Longley being in there isn't a surprise in, in the cold-lighted day, considering he's played every. Uh, I think he's played every Euro- Europa Conference game. I'm open to correction on that. 
Um, the midfield four is very, very strong, and that's where they really got got hold of us last time. Um, Callum Chambers, I think, as well was uh, was in it right back, and it didn't really work for us that, that the last time we played these guys. But that midfield four is very, very strong. Um, and then obviously, you know, I'd be expecting Diaby to to get back to form tonight. A couple of people have mentioned, you know, he hasn't really lit it up in the last couple of games, and you know, he's 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 not been to the to the degree that he was at the start of the season when he when I thought that he hit the ground running and he was really good. Um, but tonight's a night like any other to try and um to try and and, and get your gander up and 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 uh, play under the lights of Villa Park in front of the home crowd. Um, is going to be something uh, that he should be up for, and, and in this game, in the European game, I, I don't doubt that he will be. Uh, good to see John Duran in there. It, it's it's really strange, you know, how a, I suppose a, uh, like there, there was there was a rumor that went around that John Duran was a trouble. He was a problem child. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how false that is, but the immediate. The media, something. Not everybody, I know for sure, but you know the immediacy of social media to accept that as a given and not to accept it as a potential, not to accept it as bullshit, is is huge. And he's on the field today, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. And there's another man here who I'm looking forward to see what he can do as well. Paddy Kelly is joining us from. Oh, I've tried to add him, but it doesn't seem to be showing up here in the stream. Paddy, can you hear me? I'll remove you again. I'll try and add you again. Uh, I don't know. Can you hear me, Paddy? Yeah, he's here. I'm going to... Uh, I think he's got dodgy internet connection. There we go. There's Paddy. Paddy, how's things? Uh, things are fine. It's just the internet connection is very, very poor. So yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how long I'll last. But, um, yeah, we're all there's there's a, a little bit of a lull in the pub here when when everybody saw the first name on that team sheet. But look, what can we do? Uh, we we know Martinez had a, an injury last weekend. Maybe this is a carryover from that. So mm. we've just got to take it take it as what it is. But apart from that, the rest of the team I think is exciting, and I think it's good enough to go and beat them. But yeah, I worry about us. I worry about us sitting a bit deeper just to protect Robin Olsen. But Anyway, other than that, everything is hunky dory. Well, I th I think the fact that Watkins isn't even on the bench, Paddy, uh, it's probably just some just just time off for him, maybe. But uh, you know, he's not somebody we can afford to lose. But uh, would that mean to you that Zaniolo would be the man to come on there, given that Bailey and Ramsey are both on the bench? You imagine Ramsey would take that left-sided role and Bailey take that right-sided role. You'd have to think so. Uh, and then when when Duran runs his game, that's that's Zaniolo through the middle. That's that's what I took from it anyway. But uh, look, it's a strong team. It's, and, and it's great to see Alex Moreno back in that team. You know, it's, we've, uh, we, we had the conspiracy theory this morning where, where I said to you, maybe, maybe, maybe we need that extra game to get us an extra 600,000 uh, in, in February. But I really hope we go and do it today because there's a lot of people here who spent a lot of money to come here. So yeah. uh, it, would be nice, it would be nice to go and win the game. And I don't think there's like okay, everybody. Look, I think, I think sometimes we can be hyperbolic about Robin Olsen. Look, he's nowhere near Emmy Martinez, um, and yes, he's led in some clangers or whatever. But look, it's up to the other ten players in front of him to keep the ball away from him. 
I suppose that's that that that's my view of it at this moment in time. We don't have any other sub goalkeeper. It's not like we can just pull one out of a hat uh, between now and uh, and the first of January. So for me, like the days of just going all in on him are are, are are gone. We just have to hope that he's he's not the he's not the weakest link and he's not the 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 the, the chain that the breaks the link or the link that breaks the chain. There's a triple truth route who's asking here. No Tim tonight. I'm, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Tim was registered because we had to, because oh, we didn't have okay. enough, because we didn't have enough uh, homegrown players. We did, we couldn't name four. I think somewhere along the line, um, we were, no, we're only, we had to take two players off our list as in we weren't able to, we were, we have named the list for, for these games. That's two players short of everybody else in the group because we didn't have four home-based players uh, un- that were trained at the club, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Tim doesn't fit into that category because he's only two years at the club, three years at the club, shall I say, uh, and I think he doesn't fit into that category because of the time he spent at West Brom. And I think okay. something along those lines where the, he wasn't um, he wasn't on the list. I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong on that, but I remember, I remember making this and saying this before as well. Oh, there's no Tim. And then I remember someone saying it in the comments and checking it up and going, "Oh yeah, that's why he isn't there." So um, yeah, I think that that might be why Tim Tim isn't there. Um, yeah, look, it's Paddy. You're one of the, you're you're one of the lucky forty five odd thousand that's going to be in Villa Park tonight. Um, we mentioned that the beforehand that there was going to be bones of fifteen hundred ticketless uh, Warsaw fans coming coming to the game. Have you? Come across any of them? Have you have you seen? Uh, have you been around the ground since earlier on today? What's that? Yeah, well, like? I'm, I'm currently in the Aston Inn. I'm not staying here, but uh, our good friend Ronan is staying here, and we I met some Polish fellas there that have no tickets, and they've just headed off into town to watch the match because they didn't feel it was appropriate to to stay here full of Villa fans and piss people off, which was nice of them. But uh, yeah, the, uh, we we met somebody else who has just come up through, run the gauntlet up up Whitman Lane, and apparently it's it's not it's standoffish, but there's, there's nothing that's kicked off or anything yeah. like that. But um, yeah. look, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but this, you, you have to trust the, the law enforcement that have, that have decided that that's the amount that they can put into the stadium and and, and safely do it. But. There's, there's, there's police everywhere, absolutely everywhere. I've never seen the city police the way it is. So obviously they're they're being overprotective, and they need to be because obviously you've got fifteen hundred people, the, the, the potentially fifteen hundred people walking the streets here, looking for somewhere to watch the match, and that's the worrying thing. Yeah. And look, as I say, uh, we're we're not. It's it's like no one's being further or anything like that, but it's just worth mentioning as well because it was a bit of a talking point on social media yeah. um, between between their fans and between, uh, I suppose, between our fans as well. Now, Paddy, we do have a, like you Warsaw team uh, here as well. A um, couple of changes. Well, actually, here's me going, oh yeah, a couple of changes from the last time. I can't remember who played the last time, but what I do know is 36-year-old <laughs> uh, playing at the centre of defence there, there uh, the, the former Polish our current Polish international, I suppose, because he's not retired. Um, yeah. That man, Jedrick, Jedr- uh, 41 caps for Poland. He's in there. Uh, Kapuadi is in there as well. I think he played the first day as well. And Pankov. Um, I suppose really looking at their at the lads up top, um, they've got the Spaniard, Mark Weil. Uh, he's... Um, He's he's only well he, he signed this year for them but he's played it uh, he came up through Barcelona's um, 
academy uh, player with severe beep. Actually, he would have been at severe when. Yes, I think he would have just signed for Sevilla when Emmy Martinez was, or uh, Unai Emery was there. So was uh, there. maybe he does yeah. know an awful lot about him. Spent a lot of time in the in the lower leagues in Spain. Moved to uh, moved to uh, Ukrainian football and then onto uh, Polish football. Oh, we lost Paddy there. And last season he scored 19 goals in 38 games. By far his best season ever uh, in professional football. And uh, he's got one goal in two games. He's a former Spanish under-21 international. Um, uh, Mark Guell up there as well, only 27 years of age. Um, and he's flanked by Mucci, um, uh, the guy who scored a goal against us last week, uh, the last time. Uh, the young fella, very, very um, industrious player there. Um, and also the Josue, the, the, um, his uh, other partner on crime up there. Uh, at, at the top, I'm just trying to pick him up here. Uh, he's a uh, he's Port yeah. I was trying to make sure that was him, but there he is with the captain's armband. Portuguese player, 33 years of age, and definitely uh, one of their talismans since he joined the club at 20 uh, in 2021. So they've come. They're looking for goals. They're playing three up top, and they're they're three dangerous uh, front men that they have there. Albeit, I think we should be we should be able to marshal them, and I think we're set up differently than we were the first day because, as I mentioned, the first day in in the pre Preview. I mentioned the first day that they were able to get at us with uh, with changing, swa swapping sides of play very, very quickly and getting it out wide to the opposite flank um, quicker than we were able to adjust uh, in that game. And, and, and that really caused havoc with us. Like in the first game, remember, we were Luca Dean, um wonder goal. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, was it not the John Duran uh, header? Uh, that got us to two two, and then obviously they they um they won the game three two. So we didn't show up in Poland, um, and we don't want to be in the situation where we don't show up again tonight. Because as I say, even though we don't have a first choice goalkeeper or a first choice striker, um, it's still a game that we should go out there. We should be looking to win, and we should be looking to put on a coherent and decent performance for certain. I think today, um, let's go to some of your comments first. This is I've, I forgot to say. This will be a bit of a shorter one today, maybe only about 20 minutes. Um, after this, uh, if you want to stay in, stay in here, you'll be automatically directed towards Dale, um, AVFC status, uh, watch along as well. But before that happens, um, I'm going to come to some of your comments. And um, uh, if you guys want to start popping in your, uh, your score predictions there, we'll get to them in a moment. Uh, Rob Henry says a lot of faith putting Durant tonight. Yeah, well, I, I, I think he has put a lot of faith in him in European competition this season as well. You know, against Hibs, he started a game. I'm 90% certain he started the opener against Legia. Um, and, and uh, you know, he's played quite a lot in this competition as well. Um, John, Jonathan says, trust in Unai. He knows who needs a rest and who needs minutes. And that's for sure. Uh, I suppose Emery or Martinez being uh, potentially injured or carrying a small knock is probably why he's not playing today. Um, and at the end of the day, the team we have going out here is good enough to 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 progress within this competition. And also, we do still have another eye on Bournemouth at the weekend, given our lofty uh, league position. So the, I'm not wholly surprised by the uh, by the rotation here of players either. Um, Andy Brogan says it makes sense for Ali to be rested. He covers some ground. That's true. And also he went away on international break as well. So, you know, he didn't actually have much time off during that period of time. So maybe that's something in the, in the, in the thinking here as well as to why he's not, um, 
uh, why he's not uh, not in the team sheet tonight or he's not in the traveling party tonight. Um, um, what else are we? Doesn't make, um, mm, mm, sorry, there. Oh, oh, oh. A lot of, <laughs> it's funny sometimes when you're going down through the comments, you can see um, you, you're not sure whether a question is directed at another person in the comments or whether it's directed at me or Paddy. So that's why sometimes I scan down through the comments to make sure that the question was actually directed to us. But um, Matt Han says, just looking at this, very interesting. Glad to see Moreno, but a little surprised to see Duran. Yeah, I, I think... Look, Moreno is definitely the plus point from this uh, from this team sheet. Um, I'm really interested to see how he plays. I'm really interested to see if that turn of pace is still there. I, I don't doubt that it is. I'm really interested to see how our overall adaptation or our overall transitioning of the ball happens now that we don't have the stand and deliver in, in, in Luca Dean that we've had. You know, that and, and in fairness to Luca Dean, he's been an absolutely superb outlet. Maybe playing him with the John Duran was is probably the smarter bet tonight. But sometimes we speak as if Alex Moreno can't cross a ball either. We know he can cross a ball, but we also know he definitely can get to the byline. And, and I'm hoping that we can do that today. I'm hoping we can do that at will against this three at the back. Maybe if we have John Duran is able to drag one of the center halves out, uh, keep the 36-year-old uh, for, uh, Polish international in there, and Diaby can get a run on him as well. But one of the surest ways to do that is to have a fullback who can get to the byline or even just has that extra dimension of carrying the ball so that a center forward can drag a, a center half of, of a tree out um to maybe take the ball to feet or at least have the have the illusion of taking the ball to feet so you can create crossing runs then with the rest of the other center halves that, that's one of the things we're playing a back three that you have to be really disciplined with as well because you do have a you do you will be given a detail whereby you will be able to go to the sideline. So if you're if you're in a back three, most sane managers will give you a detail will give the outside backs and um, the outside center halves um a detail whereby they can go to the sideline if needed. When you're a back four, the two obviously stay closer. It's it's basic, it's very basic stuff. But what that means is that if, if a striker can drag one of the outside center halves and then you've got somebody like a support striker, like a, like a Diaby here, running across the other two, it can cause consternation a lot easier than it can if you've only got two center halves because there's less of a pass-off um, situation or there's less of a zonal situation and there's less of a having to wait and see who's going to take him. So from a back three point of view, the communication needs to be absolutely bang on. And it'll be interesting to see how how we can maneuver those guys around the field today. And I, sh I and I think we should be able to. And I think we should be able to get some good matchups, like a thirty six year old against the Abbey. No matter, and I, you know, there's thirty six year olds out there that are well able to run and still haven't lost a drop of pace. But not any of the none of them will be able to stand up to the pace of the Abbey. So I think we should run at and run towards and run off. Um, the, the, their most experienced uh, centre-back. That's not to say he's poor because he's certainly a good player, but what it is to say is that, uh, you know, sometimes you got to hammer the hammer. Um, I've said it before. Last year when Newcastle, when Villa played Newcastle towards the end of the season, they went at Kieran Trippier for the whole 90 minutes. They just went at him, didn't give him a minute's piece, and they had an absolutely brilliant result out of it and a brilliant game and a really complete performance. And sometimes you got to do that. You got to just take on 
you got you got to more or less knock on the door and say send out your best fighter, you know. Um, and and maybe that's what Villa do tonight. And I hope it's what Villa do tonight under lights in front of the Villa Park faithful. Um, so that would be something that I hope we see later uh, later on today. Um, where else are we? Uh, thank you very much to to Matthew here. I love the podcast. Watch them all. I'll have a point or maybe a hot bovril in this weather. Thanks so much, Matthew. I really appreciate it. Are we? Uh, have you guys got some of your scores in there? I'm going to get your scores. Have the scores been coming in? Very few scores. Oh, I'm just scrolled past a couple of them there. Uh, so we're going to start off. Anwar says 2 0 to Villa with Diaby and Duran. C Line I says 3 1 Villa. Saruna Emery is going for 2 2. Captain Nuggets going for 3 1. Tristram is going for 4 2. David Stiles is going for 2 0. Please, Barman. Uh, Andy Brogan says 2 1 with Duran and Kanza. Dave Bond's going for 5 1. And John Griffin going for 3 0 with Duran and Yuri and, Duran, Yuri and JJ. Renewed thinks 2 all. So does David Dwyer and Paul Miller. Goes with 2 1 with a nervous last 10 minutes. Uh, Audrey is going for 2 0 with Duran and Louise to score. Um, 3 0, I think Richard is going for with Duran, Diaby, and a Louise penalty. And Dicko Blanco is going for 3 1. Um, and Paddy's going to score a 98 minute bullet header. Um, from the Trinity, how will he get over there from the halt end? <laughs> well, we'll see. Strange, stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Uh, British Mick, good to see you. British Mick is going with a 2 1 uh, to Villa here, and Dusty's going with 3 1 to Villa. Michael Huggins is going for 2 1. Stephen uh, Wright is going for 1 0, and P Pete Tandy's going for 3 0. Steve is going for 2 0. Uh, tr uh, Triple True Root is going 1 0 with an Olsen 95th minute header. Yeah, we'd love to see that, wouldn't we? I think that would go a long way. Um, where else have we got for more scores? I'm just going to uh, uh, mm, scroll down here. Yeah, uh, Brody Pierce is going for 3-1. Melty is going for 2-0. Mick Ducati, 3-0. Greedo, 3-0. Danny H, 2-1 to Villa. 2-1 to Villa again for Dream Villain. 4-1, says Liam Meredith. Anne is going with 2-0. Um, after managing to connect meet to connect us to the to the car radio, uh, Michael McCarthy Smith is going for two one. Ed McNeil is going for three 0 And I think I saw Ed say that he was outside the ground at the moment, and uh, it was beginning to fill up. Tli is going with three 0 with ca just a cash hat trick. That's I'm, I'm okay with that. Ernest Lansdale is going with three one. Colin Sloan four one. Rachel is going for two one. Blake three four one. Jake Aston Villa going for three one as well. Um. Gaz Williams is going for 2-0. Uh, Western Wood is going 3-1 Villa. J uh, Jaffa Russell says a Bailey double. I presume that's 2-0 we're going with there. Really Random Review says 3-1. Damien L says 2-0. Andy Munro says a fun 4-0. Gerald Kerwin says 3-1 uh, Villa. Mr. Brito says 96. Uh, Mr. Brito... Mr. Brito says 96. Mr. Brito's 96 says 4-2. Junior says 2-0. And Neil Dunworth is going to say... I'm going to say 3-1 tonight. I'm going to say 3-1. Um, just because I want to see goals and I want to see a bit of fun. Jason Dowling said 7-2. Daniel Donnelly says 2-1. Chris Christie says 3-0. Kevin, Kevin Price says 2-0. Um, yeah, look, as I say, I, I just remembered something. I remembered after we won. Sorry, not specifically. Completely the opposite. Let me go back, put my teeth back in, and start this story again. I remember after we lost this game. Um, I remember a lot of people were asking why we did the team sheet tantrum and why we do team sheet tantrums in general. And, and 
obviously there, there, there are people who've joined us new, which is fantastic. And any new person who joins, welcome. You're more than welcome. Always keep coming back. We, we love to have as many voices as we possibly can in the chat room. But I remember, I remember two people in particular. One person was asking me why we did this. It was a waste of time. Everybody would be at the ground. And, and, and I think there was a failure to, to understand how many people are at home or maybe in different countries or maybe not able to make it or maybe childcare reasons or after work reasons or people watching it in work or like Anna O'Grady connecting to the car. That was one of them. But then another one was, why do we do it? Because they always turn into an overly positive session and we could go in and lose. And the reason I'm bringing this up here is that we always there's always a possibility we might lose a game. But today means an awful lot to the club. It means an awful lot to the club. And uh, Unai Emery has been ballsy throughout this whole competition in the rotation of the team and the rotation of the squad and the rotation of the players and and always trying, trying up, uh, uh, pulling a rabbit out of his hat with regards to his selection. And while we're all very, very confident today, I think we're right to be confident today. And I think that we're right to be expectant. And I think that at home against any team in Europe, considering what Aston Villa are doing this year, I think we should be we should be hopeful and we should be expectant. I think we should be proud and I think we should puff our chests out. And I think, you know, with the lights on in Villa Park, that we should always be expecting a win. So I'm glad to see, not that it's any different than any other day, but I'm glad to see that there are uh, some some uh, good results in there. There's some, some nice positive results in there as well. But as I say, I just wanted to acknowledge that any team can lose on any given day, but that doesn't mean that we're disrespectful as always, but uh, we're, we're, that, we're, that we shouldn't be respectful to the other team as always. But I just really, 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 really think that Aston Villa have it together for tonight. Given that we're down one or two players, two players in particular in, in uh, Martinez and Watkins, I'm still really looking forward to seeing this and hoping that the guys get a result out of it tonight. Um, so thanks very much, everybody. Thanks for... Oh, yeah. Matt, Andrew, Andrew Munro says, never stop. It's part of my build-up routine. No, we're not going anywhere. Um, but listen, thanks very much, everybody, for joining us. I am going to leave you on that note. Um, we will be back with a final whistle podcast right on the stroke of uh, of full time. In the meantime, this will throw you straight over to Dale's stream for uh, AVFC status stream. Uh, you're going to... You probably, I think I saw him in the chat room there a moment ago. So thanks very much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again in the stroke full time. Enjoy the game. Here's an Aston Villa win against Legia Warsaw under lights tonight and hopefully Aston Villa can do that and put us into the last 16 of the Europa Conference League because God knows you know a great European night to come around don't come around half enough in Aston Villa or in Villa Park and uh, hopefully we go out and we make a statement win tonight under those lights in front of the fans thanks very much everybody going to see you later in the meantime stay safe stay healthy and all that's left to say is up to Villa Podcast Network.